Welcome to Extra Points. Now here's your host, Cousin Sal, and his pal, Dave Damashek. All right, welcome to the Extra Points Podcast. Cousin Sal coming to you with his dear, dear pal. <laughs> no, 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 we're keeping I'm it. I'm staying? All right. Dear, dear pal, Dave Damashek. I don't know. I got Joel's playing uh, the, the Michael K highlights in the background. I'm all flustered here. How are you, Dave? I'm fine, and we're not going to have some sort of uh, star hierarchy where you get to redo your show That's open. True. Not when Eddie Spaghetti takes what I do on minus three and just goes behind my back. He, he records me surreptitiously talking to our guests, and then he throws it out on, on social media I saw that. for everybody that was funny. to hear. They made wait, fun of your background. Funny? I didn't care uh, for that. Well, yeah, the, the things they were saying to you is funny, yeah. Uh, yes, check that out. Minus three, Dave Damashek, <laughs> Handsome Hank, and Matt Money Smith made a lot of great points. I'll talk. We want to talk about that later when we get to our NFL section. Taping this on uh, Wednesday night, Cinco de Mayo. You'll be listening on the sixth, or maybe the seventh, or never. But uh, kids over here, Dave, Cinco de Mayo. They wanted to order Mexican food. Ah, oh, we didn't do that at the house. How did we do let it that now? It's going? not too late. Well, hey, listen, seven. we got to wrap. Let's hurry up. You know me, Sal. I got to get out there and start fiesta time. You know, let I me ask go. you this. You know, I celebrate with the eating because I'm not a boozer. Good if it you. didn't matter, if no one was watching, if it didn't matter how much weight you gained, nothing mattered. You weren't going to be judged. How many baskets of tortilla chips can you eat? It really is a problem for me. I mean, it's not a problem because it tastes good. So, I, I mean, it's an issue. Let's say it's yeah. that, not a problem. I truck those things over and over as many times as they'll bring, set it right. up, I'll knock it back down and mm -hmm. it'll happen in 11 minutes. Uh, if they, if they put four baskets with good salsa and chips, like they always have, at least in Southern California, they're all really good wherever yeah. you go and they're always warm and they always have, they always have a hint of lime. Have you noticed that? That's yeah, the, sometimes. That's the thing. Yeah. Very nice. Anyway, I eat them all and then I'm, I'm loaded up. Fortunately, I'm a glutton, so I am still able to squeeze in the food that I ordered, but a normal oh, man would not be able to survive that. Yeah, I, I get embarrassed after the third or fourth basket if we're out eating. But <laughs> And the other thing is I'll order uh, guacamole. With something, you have to pay for the guacamole, but right. a lot of times you go like a basket and a half of chips for every guacamole thing. And then when you go to order the second guacamole, that's when you, that's when you need to stop yourself. I think it is. Yeah. I, I hear you, but that is a good issue in all restaurateurs, especially ones who operate uh, Mexican restaurants. Uh, this is for you. You got to denote on the menu that this chips and salsa that's standardly going to get put down right. now. If I order guacamole, you don't need to give me the chips with the guacamole on top of it. Now it's ridiculous. You know, now like they always bring out, they bring out a whole thing. It's like you already put the chips down here. Hey, either way, this holiday deserves uh, the question. Best food holiday, Sal. Have we already done this one? We may have well, run through this around the holidays. Are you kidding holidays. me? Thanks. Some, someone's going to beat Thanksgiving? No. Well, I'm mean, literally go win play no. show. Is Cinco no, de Mayo ahead of July Fourth, where you where you grill the wieners and uh, and have um, apple pie and all that kind of stuff? Is it mm. better than you know? I like the I, mean, I, I, I like the turkey on Thanksgiving. I just love everything Thanksgiving represents. Me too. No gifts, right. football, great. You don't have to worry about any of that crap. I like the Christmas seven fishes, and then uh, I think I'm gonna go St. Patrick's Day. I like the corned beef and and cabbage. That's I my forget three. about the. Italian wrinkle you put on the holidays, yeah. the seven fishes. That 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 does probably push it higher up in the rankings. Yeah. Anywho, let's kibitz about sports if you'd like. Well, let's do it. I just want to bring up this chips. I'm proud of myself oh, yeah. though. With the kid, the kids ordered Mexican. And I was like, I could order too. And the wife, and I'm like, you know what? I have to lose weight because I have a physical. I skipped it last year, Dave. Uh -oh. And because of the pandemic and everything. Mm -hmm. So it's been two years since I've seen a doctor. And this is how freaking crazy I am. I have to get down to the same weight I was when I saw the doctor uh, two years ago. I walk around like a fat slob for two years. Uh, people I see every day, all week, I don't need to impress. But this for this doctor, who well, I'm uh, around for 45 minutes. This is the guy because he has on his chart whatever I weighed in uh, you know May of 2019. So this is I got to get down to this and then I promise right back up. He's not your enemy. You know, it's not like the the yeah. uh the the two of you together like he's your adversary and you have to trick him and then return back to your weight before you walk in the door that you understand. He's there to help you, Sal. He is? Uh, 
Yeah, I oh. think so. I'm pretty sure. But yeah, they're very rough uh, on there. It's getting to the point now that we can't. We're, we're like those. We're at the age now. Like we have to go to our doctor's appointments for real. It's sad. I know. I don't There's care. A lot of shit it. going on. I don't like and, it either. And you get the probe. I want to see. Yeah, every oh, time yeah, you get the up. probe. Every time. I bet the I, younger fellas here, Joel. Well, Joel is one of the older fellas. Jim, you ever get the prober? You ever have to go in there for your annual physical? Eddie he gives spaghetti? it. I don't think he gets it. <laughs> that's, a, that's a weird move, Jim. But okay. <laughs> Jim, no, don't don't come on visually, no. but just answer. No, me. never. Okay, he hasn't gotten it. No. Uh, I want to check. Uh, so Wednesday night, let's look at the score. But right, the Mets are looking to split here. That'd be nice uh, against the Cardinals. They're up five one in the fifth. All these games are over by the time you listen. Your Buckos, Dave. What did you say? They're down two nothing. Yeah, is that still down. going? Yeah, two nothing. They're down. Um, down San, oh, San Diego way. We made a road trip down there in yeah, the real season of that stadium, Petco Park. Cool place. That was fun. Two one now. You got runners on too. Uh, Knicks getting clobbered. I think this is every Knicks fans' um, really nightmare here that they go, they they get to the playoffs and they play a team again like Denver, who they won't play in the. Eastern Conference, but they're getting slaughtered by uh, Nikola Jokic and company. That doesn't and make any sense. Everything's uh, turning up rosy today I for know. James Dolan. How did he? He's, he's going to take an L on this day of all days. That seems weird. They took a day off. Yankees and Astros are tied. We'll get into that. So my big bets today were the Astros and freaking Spaghetti's Rangers against the Caps. I figure revenge, 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 and it looked like it. I was looking good for exactly one second. Puck drops, and so do the gloves. Rangers and Caps square off right when the puck is dropped. Um, Tom Wilson wasn't suspended yesterday. I don't know. I watched this replay, and uh, unless something happened way before or way after, is this the worst thing to happen in hockey in, in years? Uh, people are making it like the Rangers announcer, Sam Rosen, was about to break down in tears, Spaghetti, and not like the tears you shed when you saw like uh, oh, scenery spaghetti. in Let me just tell you, tread what? lightly, Sal. Eddie Spaghetti well, is very fragile today. Okay. He's, well, he's I'll very put this upset on myself. about all of this. I'll put this on myself because I think I've seen rougher housing. And it just looked like Tom Wilson was, um, <laughs> uh, it looks like he was just better at being tough. What are you, everybody. crazy? What, what? what did he brain? do? What, what, are, you, are you insane? He's all like... You understand the idea, actually. You went to law What did school, I see? So he, had a guy he, down, he had the guy down on the ice and he gave him like an extra shot. But right? you're familiar with the notion of recidivism, right? I mean, like that that's yeah. why it matters. It's not like he's uh, you know, uh some rando No, uh, I get he's it. He's not Capo Caco doing it. It's it who has no history of violence. This this creep does it uh once every fortnight at minimum, of course. They should they should ban him. He My God, did he take a, a swing at Mo Damashek? What happened? How many times do you have to see him do this? How many times do you have to see him try to End people's career and put him in the wheelchair. I guess otherwise. I have to see it more. I don't think he tried to end the career. I, I don't know. It oh seemed a little rougher than normal, but uh, I don't he know. He pulled Maybe him down the by the hair. He has no control. By the hair. Poor Bredman. <laughs> he did by the hair. Pulled All right. It was a scuffle by the, the, it was a scuffle by the net. It wasn't. Uh, Could have killed him. Could have killed him if he hits his head uh, hard enough on the ice. Mm -hmm. Eddie Spaghetti. Come on. All right. Defend I didn't know I was watching OJ on ice. I just took it as the isolated incident. I was like, this isn't as bad as. I've seen a hundred times, but go ahead. What I will say is seasons ago, Henrik Lundqvist was fined $5,000 for squirting Sidney Crosby with water. Okay. And Kyrie yeah. Irving this past week was fined $35,000 by the NBA for not speaking to the media. And Tom Wilson only gets fined 5,000. And I think the issue is, yeah, like no Rangers. Well, Bregman's not going to play the rest of the season, but if he was pulled down by his, his hair, which he was and his skull, helmetless skull hit the ice and then he has a serious injury instead of luckily his shoulder pad hit the ice first it's always the case now, now yeah. we're talking about a guy who is like a his career is probably over with or whatever but people are taking it lightly because he was okay and they're just like oh you're not being tough enough the rangers like mark messier saying the rangers don't have enough guys who would fight in an alley it's like the league isn't like that anymore you got to have guys with skill the rangers try that the rangers try to have roll out three lines of guys who had a bit of grit to them and led led nowhere they probably have a talented team now and one dirty player who's in this to countless teams uh, is is continuing this, and for him not to get a suspension is is absolutely it's all right. It's crazy. I get I, I took it as the isolated. So, but if that happens to anyone else, it's a ten minute misconduct, right? Just like it was, right? I mean, the, I, the fines right, are off, but it didn't happen in a vacuum, which is my I get point. it. The people I who are defending it. it, like, 
Well, Sidney Crosby did something very similar. I mean, first of all, if you're watching it in context, he didn't do something. I mean, the uh, motion is similar. It's not as harsh. But secondly, Sidney Crosby doesn't have the same history of of uh, of committing felonies on the ice and trying to end guys' careers and or lives. Ah, it's crazy. You know what? Well, Screw. <laughs> well, and all also, right, so- and let me tell you one more thing. I'm sorry. One other thing. The yeah. Rangers, in, in, in my mind, did it wrong. You don't go after Tom Wilson. You don't go. I mean, he's better than 50-50 shot that the guy who you send out there to beat him up is going to get bloodied himself. That's more or less the way it went. And then they sit Tom Wilson down with a phony injury in between the first and second periods. What you need to do is eye for an eye, Sal. We mm-hmm. all we 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 all saw the untouchables. You want to get you want to get Wilson, you pull a knife, they pull a knife, you pull a gun. He sends one of yours what? to the hospital. You send one of theirs to the morgue. That's, oh, I see. That's the <laughs> NHL way. That I don't know what the Rangers were doing, right? I mean, they well, there's a couple of things because they they, they also the they drop the gloves and three pairs square off, and then four guys are not fighting at all. So how do you how do you decide who doesn't fight and who fights? But so that was interesting for the you saw the four guys sitting out, right? Two on each team, but then there was six guys mixing it up. Right when the puck drops. I, I liked it. I liked the way that. By the way, the, the big point is the Rangers stink. I bet the Rangers, and they should have won this <laughs> damn game. And they what would they lose? 4-2 or more? Did they give up an empty netter at the end there? For God's sake. So I lose money there thinking they were going to exact revenge. But secondly, taking out your best player and taking out the other team's best player or a single player. We're doing this 86 Mets documentary, Bell. Oh, my God. You're going to love it. Can't and- wait. It's so good, and the third episode, I'll give you a little hint, is my favorite, and it shows all the fighting, all the fights on the the team. The team had like four fights that year, led by Ray Knight, a lot of crazy people, Kevin Mitchell, Dykstra's nuts, Um, you know, even Wally Backman, a scrapper back then, and then it leads uh, up to, it ends at the Astros series, and that game six in that Astros series is the best ever, I think, now that they recap it, but it doesn't get as much play as the Mookie and the ground ball and the Red Sox game six. But against right. the Astros, that was amazing. And Single Mike best Scott, total playoff postseason. Yeah. I mean, you, you, there may have been better World Series, but for the entirety of the postseason, that's the 86 is number one. Right, Donnie Moore. You got right, the home that's run Hendu off of Donnie hitting Moore. the home run. Right. It, and by the way, you got day the games, day games on right. during the week. It's unbelievable what, what they got away with so back right. then. Yep. But, um, Go ahead, sorry. No, no. So my big point is with the fight. So Mike Scott is scuffing the ball. He's completely scuffing the ball. You can see the way it drops and you can see everything that happens with this ball. And uh, a former Met, it was lousy with the Mets and then comes on and they can't touch him. And the guys in the interview and the confidentials are saying like Dykstra's like, if that had gone seven games, we lose. We lose that game. He was so dominant. He won MVP of the series with his team losing. And they show the ball, and it's it's clearly scuffed, but all the umpires just ignore it. And what I'm thinking is, the Mets team, no one said this, but if they had lost game six, and I always thought this with Michael Jordan, although it would be a little more obvious, if the Mets had lost game six, why not leadoff hitter Lenny Dykstra in game seven just attack Mike Scott and bend his arm as much as you can? So what's the worst they could do? They don't. They're not going to cancel the game and go back until Mike Scott could is rehabilitated, right? From a broken arm, they kind of have to play it, and they have to find the Mets a number that wouldn't equal what they would earn for going to the World Series. If it was ever going to happen, I think it might have happened then in Game Seven. But what are you? Did you ever think that with Michael Jordan? Like, oh, if a guy just knees him in the nuts and he has to sit out like six minutes, that could be uh, the difference between winning and losing with the Knicks and the uh, Bulls. It's a- it's a marvelous idea. It's an extension of like you hear that when uh, two guys fight in the NHL. If the two yeah. guys have to sit down for five minutes and it's like, oh, that the team with the talentless big guy fighting a guy who actually is a top six forward, like, oh, the team with the goon wins that one because now the good player has to sit down with him for the next five minutes. And right. that's exactly right. That's ingenious. I mean, I guess teams try to do that too. Um, I mean, stated purpose by, of Terrell Suggs was to smack Colin Kaepernick and get him out of the game. Like, but I'm going to break your will physically. Yeah. If you try to run around uh, and run that uh, run option stuff, I'm going to hit you really hard. It seems try- harder I mean, in football, even though I know yeah, they I have pads and everything, but baseball, I, don't know, I wonder idea. what would have been. I wonder what, and especially since he was cheating, I don't know how much um, sympathy he would have gotten. Now, you know what would have been interesting? I know our friends at FanDuel, you could live bet mm-hmm. anything. 
I'd love to live bet a hockey fight. So quick, though. I know these are like 10 seconds and it's uh, subjective. But if the referee, who's minding his own business anyway until the very end, can declare a, a victor from these hockey fights, we could really make out on the deal. Don't you think? Would you bet on a yes, hockey fight? Yes, I, I, I've told you. Listen, enough with this jive with whichever, which is it, Jake Paul or Logan Paul? Whichever one's the fighter. Logan's the, going, well, they're both Logan. Are. Logan Logan's got... Floyd, but Floyd. Jake is the one that just fought. Yeah. By the way, that's not going to be very satisfying either because he's not going to knock him out, right? Floyd knocks nobody out. Is he going to knock this guy out? I don't know what he's going to do. I, I do worry about one of these fights, uh, Floyd taking a dive and everybody collects on a, a 10 to 1 ticket <laughs> for one of the calls. Now that's a prediction. It's, it's I, uh, <laughs> listen, I, you know, I love the goon fights and I, I was all for them and I, you know, have mm -hmm. my favorite goons of history and my most hated and by the way, it is a major part of what that bloodlust is what makes that that visceral passion is what makes hockey so compelling. People are like, I don't get it. You get into it, you watch it long enough, you will hate your opponents more than you hate your opponents sure. in any, any other sport. That's the edge the NHL has. And so I kind of get the old school NHL guys being kind of like, kind of gotta keep that stuff because it does heat things up with our fan bases and the teams and the rivalries are great. Um all that said, give me Tom Wilson versus Vontez Perfect. If we want celebrity oh, fights, that's the fight. That's fun. That's good. Give All me right. that. I hope you're listening, Fandle. Maybe it's not live betting because that's too hard. It's too fast. But if Tom Wilson is to fight X or Y or Z, these are the lines on it. Maybe they have it before the games. Um, it would be interesting. I have another idea for Fandle also. But before I give them ideas, they've given my, me an idea, and that is to bet on golf. Now, I had this idea many, many years ago, but mm. FanDuel makes it easy because they're the number one sports book in the country, in the world. We can keep going. Their app, simple to use, got great odds on all different betting markets, exclusive, always-on promotions such as enhanced odds boosts and the biggest events to let you get more action out of every game day. Fast withdrawals, Dave. When you win, FanDuel pays your winnings in as little as 24 hours. Like I said, player props, futures, whatever you want to bet on, look for it on FanDuel. They have a heap of options. FanDuel has exclusive same-game parlay feature where you make it bet small for a chance to win big. And right now, they're letting you place your first bet risk-free up to $1,000. Bet your first wager on anything. FanDuel will refund you up to grand back in site credit if you don't win. Now, as far as this golf, what is this? The Wells Fargo tournament? It's going to be started by the time we get going here. Two and three balls, head-to-head -head matchups. Use your current odds from FanDuel Sportsbook and do it with promo code extra points. That's FanDuel Sportsbook, promo code extra points. Victor Hovland, 17-1. Todd Furman's all over that. I, I think he knows something. I think Sometimes he knows something. I can tell by the way he talks. 17-1 and for top 20 for Hovland, the Scandinavian goes out. At plus 105. Dave, you got a pick for us for Thursday? I do. Um, you know, got me all heated up on the puck. And so I'm going to go with the Bruins. Sorry, Eddie Spaghetti. I think uh, you'll probably agree with them. They're in tumult in the front office. Um, Who, they, the Rangers? Yeah. The Rangers. Kind. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yes, the Bruins are in good shape as they head towards the playoffs. Mm. But they did lose in overtime to the bum devils at a time where they cannot sacrifice points they make amends for that against the aforementioned blue shirts who kind of in a way got a and i don't want to say this i'm not trying to upset spaghetti got a little humiliated by tom yeah, wilson did. in the caps yes. they, they, i mean they, they didn't do what they set out to do which was to bloody some caps they didn't do it at all oh. um anyway also more importantly the cap uh, the rangers played a game um on wednesday the night didn't. yeah the bruins did not and i think in the greatest rub of all is uh, is uh, Bucinavich is going to be sat down. He's one of the best players on the on the Rangers, so he's probably for his cross check um, on one of the caps. Uh, that was dirty to, as hell. He it shouldn't was, play again. That guy shouldn't play again. Well, guess what? You want frontier justice, <laughs> NHL? There you have it. That's how it goes. That's what you. That's what you're going to get. Is guys swinging go. sticks at others' head any heads? But here's how confident I am, Sal. I don't even know why the line is like this. Bruins. Uh, given a goal and a half are plus one thirty. That seems uh, right. that seems um, very nice. And you know what? I think the Bruins are going to house this team that's completely given up in the Rangers. Make it extra spicy. Go two and a half. Whoa! If, and uh, and uh, that uh, return is plus two fourteen. Wow! Take, take the Bruins. So they're going to win this game four one or three nothing or five two or something like that. 
All right. That, two that's and what a half. I said. Hear me now. Two and a half will later. make you laugh, Dave says. All right. Yeah, I, I bet the Rangers. Now, I, I should mention on what? Monday, we gave these people uh, free picks. Uh, you had like a three. Maybe at this point in the year, we don't bet three teamers minus I one know. And a half. Yeah, I, I don't think I gave anybody anything free. It was quite costly, in fact. <laughs> when I'm wrong, I say I'm wrong. You have my apologies. I was as stunned as anybody. My my game at least had the decency to get rained out, so yes. I couldn't uh, I couldn't lose for you people. But I am gonna go. My free pick for Thursday is going to be the Braves. Uh, I'm not going with the Braves, but the Braves took two from the Nats. It's a getaway game on Thursday. Nats minus 106 over the superior Braves. Kind of a fishy line, but then you got Lester on the bump. Five innings, five hits allowed, no one runs in his last, actually first outing. And that was his uh, also last outing. And Drew Smiley on the other side for the Bravos who come out flat. Smiley's got an 805 ERA. Nats win this minus 106. Why are they a favorite or why is it a pick them? Don't even worry about it. Take the Nats and take the Bruins minus two and a half, according to Dave. I thought, you know what? I thought next Tuesday, the 11th, was the first playoff game in the NHL. The playoffs started, but they moved it. They got, I guess Vancouver hasn't played any games this year, so they, now it's the 16th. Are they just right. going to keep moving this? They'll, well, play, they'll get the playoffs done eventually, right? I, I Listen, I am very anxious about these playoffs, and... <laughs> By hook or by crook, my my nightmare is that the Penguins are going to have to play the Bruins in round one. I think it's going to, no matter what they do, I just think it's going to break that way. And the bummer is, is that the Bruins, with their COVID and everything, had to jam in more games in the tail end here, and now they're going to get the rest up like everybody else, including right. the Penguins. So I don't care for that. We had a competitive advantage. There you go. All your Pittsburgh teams get screwed by COVID. You can, you can write a book about it. Um, John Lester still in the bigs too is crazy. Too. Yeah, pitching pretty well so far. Speaking of uh, pitching pretty well, John Means a no hitter for the Orioles. Now that's the third one already of the season. Joe Musgrove and Carlos Rodon. And I would like Fanduel to have a futures bet on who's going to throw no the next no hitter for it'd be the crazy crazy odds for everybody because anyone's eligible, right? I mean it's Carlos Rodon any. Less or more likely than Jacob Degrom, probably a little bit, but not by thirty. No, that's a great. I, I think that's a great call. I do think that's a fun bet too. And and Fanduel because Major League Baseball didn't seem to consider that in this pitching little window that we're in, pitching dominant era no that kidding. we're in. Um, that I mean, in the last five years, it's funny. I feel like it ebbs and flows over the decades. Like it felt like we went. 15 years without a perfect game. And then some, some years it feels like you have like three perfect games in, and now we're in this pitch. No wonder a lot of guys are able to take no hitters through the shorter games here. They had no accommodation for this, no plan of what they're going to call it. Something special FanDuel can fix that. I'm with you. Let, we should do, do that. That would be a super fun yeah. bet to be making. Like, yeah, this guy's good. I'm going to bet him to throw a uh, no hitter. It's a fun. Yeah. You get an alert on your phone. This guy's got a no hitter through six. Like, Oh boy. All right. Let me check in on this. If that's your guy, it's very exciting that at, at like 200 to one odds. It'd be nice, but at least on every game, they should have odds for a no hitter. Also, they have odds for extra yeah. innings and all sorts of, um, you know, things that are not going to happen. Uh, or not likely to happen to have the no hitter odds. Why not? Uh, Astros Yankees. Oh boy, those Yankee fans showed up and booed the Trastros hard. And what's the score now, Joe? I don't have my eyes on it. Is it three three? Am I going to lose that game still? Or it is great news, Sal. Yankees Six, three Yankees. Damn, this is it. We, they had their window where they were going to lose, and then they bent the Tigers, um, AJ Hinch, and now the Astros. This is interesting how they're. Uh, taking care of business here. But um, yeah, so that we need rivalries in baseball, right? We need it in Garrett Cole, former Astros yeah, pitcher. But you want to be able to root tomorrow. for one. Yeah, but you yeah. want to be able to root for one or the other. They're both <laughs> loathsome. This is the, this is the uh, baseball equivalent of alien versus predator, the tra- tagline of which was uh, whoever wins, we lose. And we, right. everybody who's not an Astros or Yankees guy. And then looking up at the Red Sox, so I think they'll be a game and a half behind right now. Uh, did that Red Sox lose? They were 3-1 the seventh or something. Anyway, uh, so there you go. Yankees, they're no fun, but they are two plus 280 to win the American League, minus 130 to win the AL East, even though well, Giancarlo they're Giancarlo Stanton's still fun when he catches hold of one. Yeah. He's one of, the, he's one of those all-timers, man. He's 
got something like kind of like a Glenn Allen Hill or Dave Kingman, kind oh, of David yeah. Kingman type thing. Like when they catch one, certain guys. Um, Effortless. Yeah. You, well, you just know it's gone the instant that the, it, it hits the bat. Other guys, you kind of watch. There's something about Giancarlo every time he hits one. He, when it catches it, he instantly knows it's gone with his reaction to it. That's fun to watch. You know, Mike Trout batting like over 400, I think 407 coming into today, eight home runs. I, I was talking about it with some people and I was like, what, what would Shea Otani have to do to win MVP? I'm like, oh yeah. You know, the guy pitches and he hits. He's really good. And, uh, Oh, and uh, the, the answer was he has to get off the angels because he's not going to hmm. win with Mike Trout there. Right. Is there, what does he have to, can you give it to Otani? I know he's only one to know, but he has a bunch of home runs. Cause he had, a, he had to skip a start because he got hit in the elbow on the base bats. But if the guy hits 25 home runs and has nine wins, you can't give it to anyone else. I know he's not trending for that, but for God's sakes, right? I don't care what Trout does. You get near the 10 win total and put up numbers like the top quarter of the major league uh, hitters. You got to be considered. Yeah, there have been some shady results. I get, oh, the one that always stands out to me. Yeah, I, I'm with you. That he's the analytics people will make a a uh, big case about he's not even the best player on his team right. and and Mike Trout's the best player and it's an offense and at best they'll split votes. You're probably right. Otani was a 11 to 1 now he's plus 850. Trout's the favorite at 2 to 1. Byron Buxton right between them at 8 well also plus 850. Well, I guess it all it's it renders it all moot if uh Mike Trout can do what uh, nobody's been able to do in 70 years or what? What's it been now? 80 years? Is that how long it's been since uh, DiMaggio or since uh, Ted Williams hit uh, 400? Was that 41? 1941? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess 80 so. years. We had trouble figuring out the numbers uh, Sweet the other Jesus. day, too. Sweet Jesus. That was 80 years ago. I know. It's a lot. Uh, <laughs> let's talk NFL. I heard you guys talking about it on minus three, Aaron Rodgers. Um, I don't know if anyone really ever loved him outside of Green, but like, I guess you admire him, right? It just, uh, just keeps going along. But, uh, the sentiment is kind of switching, right? Like now we're hearing that he's a crybaby and he's spoiled and cranky and taking attention away from the NFL draft. And now he's uh, he has a name for the GM and uh, compares him to Jerry Krause. He's basically right. doing what Michael Jordan uh, was doing during their dynasty. You know, I the, found it the, interesting. The key what difference Matt is Smith that the said, Packers ain't exactly a dynasty. On, but on okay. minus three, he's like, "This isn't the NBA. You can't just sit. Uh, they'll they'll move on from you, right?" And let he, I think he used Le'Veon Bell as the example, and it's a good example, but it's also not the MVP of the league, right? It's. I, I, do you feel it's different with Rodgers than it would be for Lev Bell or anybody else? Um. Yeah, I guess because the quarterback kind of just stops yeah. everything, right? That you know, like if he doesn't show up, it is it it is. Uh, yeah, quite you a ask bit me a simple question like who's not going to make the playoffs, the Seahawks or the Steelers? I'm like, oh man, it's the same question because it all depends where Rodgers goes. He could easily get that seventh spot for Denver, right? Well, I think first of all, I I do think he's going to go to Denver. I mean, the why would why for real? Take a step back. Why would the why would the Broncos have taken a cornerback? What would they really take a cornerback at number nine with Justin Fields and Mac Jones sitting there? Come on, they they think Teddy B's the guy. I think that Mark Schlereth, by the way, who's plugged in to yeah. the Denver Broncos organization, what he's just shooting his mouth off, speculating, or does he know that? And by the way, he hasn't said a ton yet, right? Has he really pushed back at all this? I feel like the Broncos are like, come on, Mark, what do you do? Hey, stink, come on cool it until june yeah it's true i don't want to blow this thing yeah um, but uh the other side of this is all right you say why didn't they take someone why didn't they trade up to get justin fields if they if they weren't thinking of getting aaron Rodgers? like matt smith said why the hell do the packers have to snap to it and trade aaron Rodgers when the draft was the time to do it that's when you could get somebody's assets and and make it work for you in a year or two but now yeah hold on to them what do they care well, you know, I've asked guys this question about, uh, you know, as it related to Tom Brady, I think. I'm trying to think of when, what big time QB got jammed up. And I asked around various players. And at the bottom line, most guys come around, like Brett Favre says, 
I know Rodgers and he'll and he's willing to to hold out. But Aaron Rodgers, his football mortality is right there. He's only got so many more cracks. I think that the workaround for the Packers is that they brought this on themselves. And they're like, you know, they can sell that to to the fan base. So, you know what? We love Aaron Rodgers, but he's decided he wants to move on. And, yeah. you know, we made a decision two drafts ago to take Jordan Love because that's how much we like the guy. Um, I think they have to make him look like the bad guy. It's such a football town. I think he has to actually sit for them to start to trade him. Honestly, I don't, I don't think anything happens between now and then. Unless they're offered a, offered a fortune, but like I said, you want that first round pick a couple of weeks ago. You don't do two or three of them. You don't you don't want them this year, next year, right? It's still a winnable division, even with Jordan Love as quarterback. Like well, here now they can't the, now they can't regroup. The other the other aspect of that is maybe you can't trade it. Well, if you don't trade Aaron Rodgers and he in fact decides I'm not, I, I am going to sit out. So mm-hmm. screw. Um, one way or the other, you likely have to roll with Jordan Love. The right. expectation at this point, and that front office, whoever it was, Murphy, Gutenkunz, whoever actually pulled the trigger on that move, um, is going to be awfully nervous if in week one it is Jordan Love. Because if he stinks, that's it for that for, for the front office, right? If it's like, wait yes. a second, we we gave away Rodgers for that. Like that if you get that reaction in 2021 and it's negative, um, that's going to be pretty grim, and there will be no winning back the fans. Right, you, but in you the will meantime, the I think they do have to make Aaron Rodgers the bad guy. And keep this in mind: Love, we haven't seen him. We right, we we, we know nothing of what what he's going to do on the field. But he could be the second best quarterback in that division. He could be like I don't know. Fields does it better, or whatever backup, whatever capable backup they sign could get them to a wild card. I really do. I know they're losing the MVP if he flees. They were one play away from the Super Bowl, and they're not going to do that with Jordan Love in 2021 or whatever backup they get. But they could come in second in that division. Yeah, I wonder what QBs are out there to protect themselves as much as Jordan Love. Who's on? Is there anybody out there on the on the free well, market that's say, a viable option? Because you kind of don't want, if like I say, for the reasons I just said, you don't want Jordan Love to take the field for any reason because right. it's going to be egg on your face if he stinks in his first. Could you? Game. I don't even know the implications. Of, could you get Teddy Bridgewater? Could you get Drew Locke? Would Drew Locke? Drew Locke in the AFC West is different from Drew Locke in the NFC North. I'm not saying any of this is better than Aaron Rodgers, but they could avoid being completely embarrassed. And still I mean, make him the bad guy. How, do you think uh, you think the Lambo faithful are going to um, embrace QB one uh, Cam Newton if uh, if they move on from him up in Foxborough? How about Jimmy G? Well, um, that I guess would be a possibility. Um, but it, the, the main lesson is, yeah, yeah, that's another one. The uh, the 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 takeaway is, I know I'm a broken record about it. But what were the Packers doing in 2020? This isn't 2020. This isn't 2020 hindsight either. 2020 on 20 hindsight. Right. Um, Kicking the field goal, you mean? No, yeah, well that too. But but oh. drafting Jordan Love, like it was such a desperate need that you had to trade up to get this guy when you knew yeah. he was going to start. It's ridiculous. Every how many times I got to tell you, what, what, it's almost Sal. I'm starting to even think that some of these uh, NFL GMs aren't listening to my counsel. I thought you know mm. I, what, what other conclusion can I reach here? You don't need to go crazy to get a quarterback, not one that's going to sit for the next two years, but but behind the. QB one yeah. one A of the twenty first century. That's a that was you got yourself jammed up, and it was a, a, a for a dumb reason. So you could draft Jordan Love and let him learn at the knee. And by the way, I don't even know. We don't I know. We don't know he's screwing, good. But who, maybe they're just screwing with Aaron Rodgers. Maybe he's not that great a guy. You know, maybe he pisses people off. By the way, there's a lot of footage of him screaming at contestants on Jeopardy. Screaming. It hasn't been released yet. You'll see during commercial breaks. <laughs> no, I just, I just. Uh, I could see him not being a very popular guy. How many players go to bat for him ever? Like, like you, you know, you guys, made the, you, made. you guys made yep. the comparison with Brady. All right, maybe no one's like Brady, but there aren't dozens of guys hailing him, right? From from near or far. So we'll you're, see what you're, happens. With you're that. right, except that when I think about the Hall of Fame bound QBs, really the only guys that are clean in that regard it, are mm-hmm. Brady and Favre. And it's weird what Favre has done, is done that to true? damage his legacy. I've just never heard anybody say like, yeah, he was a jerk. 
like wow. about either one of those guys. Every really? other that's guy. The, that's the only two guys? As far as I can tell. I'm talking about, I'm not talking about Jimmy G, who understands what he is and what he isn't. Jimmy G has to accept the role of tutor because he what? wants to play in the league somewhere else. He knows he's not headed to the Hall of Fame at Wait this point. Wait a minute. You're saying any Hall of Famer in the last 20, like Kurt Warner gets, uh, we had Kurt Warner on a couple of weeks. We should have brought this up. Okay. That's an interesting one. I mean, do we have to name names though? You, no, you, no. I, I just want to say, I, I told you I, I, who I'm, was, I'm I told you who was clean. Way here. Yeah. All I right. told you who was clean. That's the, that was my list. I gave it to you. Period. Gotcha. All right. Put a period after it. You know, I thought we'd put a period after Tim Tebow's career, but this guy uh, has a lot of tryouts everywhere. Uh, every single sport, every team. And now Urban Meyer doesn't care that he has the Jets and the Mets stink all over him. Um, Tim Tebow is going to give him a chance to be his starting tight end. And I was thinking today, I was like, how about Tebow ends up being the quarterback for the Jacksonville? And then every scout ever associated with the team or the league gets fired, Right. Could we just throw every scout out of there if that were to happen, if Tim, Tim Tebow becomes the quarterback of the Jaguars? But I think they're getting a little cute over there in Jacksonville. I bet before they even do anything, at least Sean Payton earned the right to pull nonsense like this. What, what's Urban Meyer done? It's He's had a couple of weird little missteps yeah. um, already, and I, I'm not hanging um, ATN on him, but that was also a weird pick to make. But yeah. I, I mean, I, I kind of get it, but also... Feels like a little bit of a luxurious pick to use when um, you already have James Robinson back there. Yeah, he's not going to be there twenty carry back, and he said as much on Friday or the day or the day after. The, yeah, Friday drafted him Thursday. Yeah, that was very strange to me, but yeah, Tebow. But I will say, what is he? Thirty six? You say thirty seven already at this point? Yeah, Wait, I think he's old. right there. He's already that. Right he's now. already at the tail end of his uh, career. Um, he's already older than Jesus was, which that's got to be um, double edged sword for him. How does that hit a guy like Tebow? I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not steeped in uh, New Testament um, philosophy. Is that like a good thing or is that disrespectful to get older? I don't know. I think uh, I'd love someone to ask him that in the 33, number 33. We should. Yeah, right. Um, As I always feel obliged to point out to people always do love to point out in their myopic worlds that they say, you know, Tim Tebow, any, any father, any father would be thrilled for their daughter to bring this young man home. Sure. Not what if you're a Muslim or a Jew or an atheist, <laughs> then you wouldn't be very happy. About you're right. It. Different you fathers. Know? What if you like having rangy conversations that don't always every uh, two, every second or third sentence refer back to Jesus Christ? What yeah. about if you, what if you're, what if you have, uh, 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 um, uh, uh, you know, a rainbow of conversation that you like to have, but instead this guy keeps steering it back. Well, Mr. Collins, uh, your daughter and I, you know, praise Jesus Christ uh, that we met each other. Like, Ugh. Interesting. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I'd care for that. Um, yeah, you go down Fairfax right now, and a lot of the the pay the, the guys with the payas are like, uh, "Hey, we're gonna set this guy up with your daughter." It's like, uh, "Yeah, no thanks." No, no. I gotta, I gotta talk. Actually, this is a better question, maybe for Kevin Hench than you, because you uh, kind of in this regard win the lottery with three boys and no girls. Because people mm. always do that thing of like, "Oh, my, my daughter's not dating." It's always a hilarious joke. Is uh, my daughter's not going on a date until she's thirty-five if she's lucky? Right. <laughs> like, oh, he's gonna have to deal with me at the front door, all that kind of stuff. Like, consider the opposite, pops. Yeah. What I mean, listen, I don't want, uh, you know, shame the devil. I don't want my daughters tramping around on mm-hmm. one hand, but I also don't want them not getting asked out to any uh, uh, to the prom. That would break my heart, too. Like, oh, yeah, right. she, no, nobody asked her to the homecoming. Yeah, dance. that would be bad. Like, will you take me, dad? That, <laughs> I, 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 I would just cry the whole night that we're dancing. I'd feel so bad. So I don't want that. I don't know what the answer is. Somewhere uh, in the Tebow, middle. Maybe Bill Gates, someone like that. He's on the he's on the market now. No, no, no. I'm after Mrs. Gates. Excuse oh, me. That's sir. Right. Yeah. Um, I'll say this. T- Tebow, I don't know what how the attrition. This is a, a another long held thing. Like you can't take a year off of football. And Kevin Colbert of the Steelers clearly still abides by that as he cited. That's why they passed on a bunch of guys because they took last season off. Um, but that aside. Taysom, Taysom Hill can do it. Why can't Tim Tebow be that gadget guy? Why can't you just throw yeah. him on there? Like, what was the guy's name? Chris Leak? Is that right? That was the QB's name from Florida. The, the, the Bad News Bears guy? Yeah, Chris, uh, yeah, Leak. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. That's I'm Kelly not, Leak. That's was Kelly Leak. Yeah, that's Leak Kelly. was a Florida quarterback. Yeah. 
Yeah, remember he? I mean, like he was the thrower, and Tebow right. would come in for short yardage and all that jive. You should never want to see this that. guy again. He won the most improbable playoff game of all time against your Steelers. Oh, damn! Not only that, he that who, who you know who was covering on that play? My guy Ike Taylor got stiff. Oh, that's right, that's right. Hey, no let's talk uh, offensive rookie of the year. We're going to discuss this on against all odds tomorrow. Oh, by the way, muzzle tough to the fellas. They're uh, they're on a roll. Damashek yeah. is cool, but I do. I, I think they're say, two I'm and one today. Up. I think they're twenty six and six uh, against the spread, or you know, taking baseball games is not a lot of spread. But they don't pick like minus two fifties or anything. Thank they're, Jesus! They're nice. If I can thank anybody, I'll thank him for their, <laughs> for their great run there and great job uh, um, with what you did the first ten minutes. That is a fun. That run. was not a great job, and I, I could kill Harry for that. We'll discuss that. But basically, we did uh, first to ten Tuesday. You could bet these basketball. The idea games. is fun, is what. Yeah, I mean. the idea was fun, and it was actually fun watching it and, and going through it. But what happened is we let Harry pick a team uh, and he's like, all right, it'll be in the Toronto Clippers game and we're going to take Toronto, the underdog. Now the Clippers are a big, big favorite for the game. Doesn't matter as much when you're betting first team to score 10 points, but still matters a little. You know what matters? The tip. They got the tip and they got an extra shot as a result and they won 10-8, the Clippers. But we find out, I'm like, guys, let's really bet this. Let's make it hurt if we lose and we'll be really, we'll be elated if we win. And uh, I don't know, I think I had like 500 on it and the parlay kid and brother Brian had 100. And we find out Harry, who saddles us with this bad pick, bet $22.40 because the guys were 22 and four up until then, over the last 26. So I, I, right as soon as I knew he only bet $22, I knew we were doomed. Listen, a I, jerk. I, I, I am happy for them. I'm happy for you. It's nice for you to have yeah. a role, but it goes too far when Harry starts uh, beating me on puck bets. That's not supposed to be my thing. Lay what off. do you mean he's been? What did he say? What did he do? He said that he said that the, the, the Penguins and the, uh, and the Flyers were going to go over and, and he cited uh, cold, hard facts. And I said, Pshaw, this time it will not. It will. <laughs> <laughs> it, w- it will go under tonight. And then he had the temerity. He takes to Twitter after the fact to brag on it. I don't oh, care like, Oh, yeah, because then nothing that makes sense. He'll, he'll go the other way if it makes sense. And worse yet, he's now, um, he's, uh, he's brainwashed Jen Piacenti. My God, baseball expert. She knows more about, she's forgotten more about the current baseball than I have. And she, he loves Robbie Ray, Harry. That's his man crush in baseball. And she picked him in her daily fantasy pick. I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on here. Just, just stay out of my business, Harry. You know, I'm like, with uh, you. You, 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 you make uh, your uh, guy in the desert there, your pal in the desert, Phil Kessel, like, like he's in good shape. I don't, I don't need to be shown <laughs> up by you on this. Please stay I'm out of you. my affairs. All right. Well, yeah, stay away from all of us, really. But what um, <laughs> I want to go offensive rookie of the year with you. We'll, we'll, like I said, we'll do this on against all odds. Trevor Lawrence plus two seventy. Justin Fields five to one. Zach Wilson seven to one. Trey Lance nine to one. Mac Jones plus nine fifty. Kyle Pitts thirteen to one. Jamar Chase fifteen to one. Najee Harris, your guy fifteen to one. Travis Etienne fifteen. Uh, I can go on and on. Devontae Smith seventeen. Waddle seventeen. What jumps out at you? Who jumps out at you? Um, you would think the quarterbacks who are going to start theoretically from week one have the best shot, and that's why Trevor Lawrence is the favorite. You think he wins it? Well, in terms of touches, you know, Jamar Chase is interesting too and and, and Kyle Pitts, but I mean, talk about a guy who's going to get a lot of opportunity in terms of just straight up volume week after week is Najee Harris. That's my heart pick. Mm. Um but it's a quarterback league and so if a guy has a a nice season throwing it, ergo, the correct answer is QB one up there in Chicago now, Justin Ooh. Fields. He runs because these guys run around. If anybody can run around a little bit, that offsets um, the passing numbers. If they, you right. know, and Trevor Lawrence can run some, and Zach Wilson moves around hmm. some. But I, I yeah, I, I'm going to stick with what I say, Justin. I Fields. think uh, I don't know if he starts Week One though. I wonder if Dalton gets in. Uh, out of all those guys, I think he, I think Dalton gets the nod. I know Dalton's favored to start Week One. I know um, Jimmy G is favored to start week one. I think the wide receivers, there's been two in the last 17 years to win offensive rookie of the year. Mm. It's been Odell and it was, uh, why do I want to say Seattle receiver, Percy Harvin. Does that sound right? Yeah, it was Percy Harvin won offensive rookie of the year. We're almost positive. He won um, one in his rookie year. Uh, So, Oh, I got. Oh, wait. I, I don't know. I, I got I just another think, one. I just think if I go ahead. I'm Who? going. I'm going with uh, Presley Harvin. Another Harvin uh, gets. Oh, it. 
I don't Does that see count him. as that, offensive rookie of the year. If he's that's a punter, an, uh, it's an offensive pick to take the fat punter on the, the fat punter on the seal. Have you seen him throw the ball? Look out. Interesting. Well, he's got a lot of a uh, lot of players to pass here. Um, I'm going to go Justin Fields. That's my pick. Who right. So what's I, I think, your final I answer? Think quarter, well, my, my final answer is going to be a quarterback. I think it's hard enough for a receiver to win this. So Jamar Chase is fun at 15-1. So is Najee Harris for the running backs, 15-1. But you have five quarterbacks, right? Five quarterbacks who are going to start for their team. Probably start. Should get in in the first three weeks. But I'm going Zach Wilson. I don't know why. I uh, I like the seven to one odds. Maybe they'll show pity on him because he's a jet, but I think he could maybe put up big numbers. I was looking at that number one spot, and it's not impressive. the The last five quarterbacks to go number one, they average like thirteen touchdowns or sixteen touchdowns and thirteen interceptions. Very strange. P- it's funny how people just misremember things wildly. Yeah. Peyton Manning was not some you know. Uh, prohibitive. Oh, he's bound for the Hall of Fame two years into his career. Look at his right. numbers. Like, even like, I think he has maybe I'm misremembering. I mean, he threw a lot of pick sixes very early in his yeah. career, too. People forget uh, that little chunk of his uh, his run there. And that was with Marshall Falk standing behind. He was him no too. Tim Tebow. Do you, go with a, do, you go, do you go with a QB named Andy if Aaron Rodgers is no longer in Green Bay? Do you play it safe, Sal? Do you go like, uh, listen, why are we going aggressive here? Let's uh, we we now become the division. Fa- if that happens, in fact, that I mean, FanDuel obviously has already uh, accounted for Rogers landing there. Um, for sure, they vaulted like past fourth the in the AFC all of a sudden. Then right, yeah. So they're they're anticipating it, and that's always a great, uh, a pretty good measure of what's about to go down. And. Um, who then becomes the favorite? Like the Vikings, maybe, I guess. Yeah, the Vikings move up. Well, they're second favorite now, right? So I think they would just have to move up uh there. But you're right. Like, um, I don't know. Just head to head. The Vikings definitely gonna beat the Bears twice. They definitely gonna beat the Lions twice. I think it's anyone's division. The Vikings are plus two seventy, the Packers minus one twenty five, Bears three to one, and the Lions twenty one to one. Um Interesting for sure. Let's let's switch to the NBA on Thursday. Clippers, Lakers, early line on FanDuel. Clippers, seven and a half point favorite. I think Kawhi plays this game. He definitely played against Toronto for the first 10 points. He played hard. Um, then they won that game. LBJ is sitting. Big game for the Lakers. They lose a game like this. And then on Friday against Portland, and they're right back in that seven slot. And LeBron does not want to be in that seven slot. He he thinks people should get arrested for uh, having thought up that idea of the seven to ten. Oh no, well, just I, fired. I yeah. I think at one point he advocated for that exact idea. But either way, it's it's not as bad as Major League Baseball boiling 162 games down to a, a nine inning mm-hmm. um, result to determine who actually gets to play in the playoffs proper. But this is pretty bad too. A one game. It's one game. Right? I like it. I like it. I mean, you, you want well, what? But you're not. You're not making. I wouldn't the, like it if they were. I were. If these were one of my teams. If it yeah, were but you're not making seed, them the top like, seed. This isn't the top seed who goes down to one game is going to look that. That's more of a crapshoot. This is seven. These are teams that, if we were talking about the NCAA tournament, you would say, ah, oh, they don't deserve to be in anyway. So, uh, just now you know, just make the top six seeds, right? Eddie Spaghetti, was this my idea or somebody else's? I can't remember. Let's say it was mine though, just uh, mm. j- just so that I can claim it going forward. Um, the gre- the most fun thing would be, and people are like, oh, you couldn't do it. Nah, there are a million things that people said for decades. Oh, you can't do it that way because, and there's no real reason. In every sport, this would be great. Mm-hmm. You win the division or you whatever, you're a top seat, you get to pick your foe. I think pick your foe would be the greatest, funniest thing in the world. And it would not be fun to be the number one because you know you would get a team that was P.O.'d. Like, you picked us? How dare you? (laughs) Um, There would be nothing more fun. And uh, that crosses the four major sports. I think it's great. And how about the final four in college football, too? And how about the final four in basketball, too? I don't care what you do. That would be so fun if you were like, "What fans? What? what who do you think? Like, what if you you, you fan voted it? Like, well, let's I let's- like it because it's another thing to bet on. Who will Coach <laughs> Belichick? Who will Coach Belichick pick to meet in the first round or the second divisional round of the NFL playoffs, the AFC playoffs? That would I mean, that the, would be great. 
and think of the balls move you could make. Like you could, uh, you, you could just like, you're the head coach, you're Belichick or whoever, like it doesn't matter who we play. I'm going to yeah. flip a coin, you know, and just do that. Yeah. Like, but sir, you like, have to pick, you have to pick. Nope. I don't care. It, it would be impossible. It would take hours. It would take like 18 hours from the, and they turn everything into a TV event. If you right. just like, like here, we're putting the possible teams we could play here mm -hmm. or the best of all moves is you pick the number two seed. You're the one seed you pick. Oh, no, you go right we're, after. We're, you know what? It would lead, it would lead to, uh, or everyone picks uh, Logan Paul. That, that's the first <laughs> round, no matter what sport it is. <laughs> um, yeah, it's interesting. But let's see if uh, the Lakers can, uh, they drop these two, they're in trouble. There's only seven games left. They drop Thursday, they drop Friday. They're in a heap of trouble. It, it's funny. There's with different sports. Obviously, baseball chemistry is uh, completely chemistry ridiculous. is not a sport. Oh, you weren't listening. I thought you were listing. Yeah. Well, oh. if you were in chemistry club in high school, Sal, it is a sport. Oh no, it's a serious is that right? That. No, please, chemistry. <laughs> that was when I got. That was when I started to officially get. Well, listen, that's a lie. I was already mad at school, but the uh, idea like as it got further along and deeper and deeper into it this like combination of like some math with letters and like mm -hmm. uh, the chemistry it seems like in the movies it looks like fun like frank and you're building monsters and trying to bring them to life yeah by the time there you get none to of that, that charm yeah i hate right. it why are you making me do this I, I can i sign a waiver that i promise i won't be a doctor and then we i don't need to do this nonsense cuz it's humiliating right. i don't understand this well that was cool but dissecting a frog was never appealing to me and that was oh, like the practical the part of biology that was bad that's the um, formaldehyde that gets to you but but chemistry in baseball is completely meaningless i don't care whatever it's stupid except for the uh, guys that have to make the double play oh play. i don't know uh, you watch this 86 max stock this rough <laughs> guy, boy i'll tell you it's um, different okay they liked each other but yeah, I don't think it's I don't think it's I don't think it's imperative. And even in football, people say, ah, it's chemistry. You could take a running back off the street or a quarterback off the street, and we've seen this happen. You can plug him in and things go fine. Basketball's weird. They uh, you think like it's five guys, you give the ball to one of your two top scores. Chemistry is is really tough to achieve for some reason for mm. for, for these guys. I don't know why it's it is so elusive, but you would think well, that, you look that, at that might Lakers be why team. they're the best coaches and should, the most respected or what should be the most respected coaches to get, you know, the egos in check and everything else. And that's what's tough. Um, but yeah, yeah, I agree. Hey, let's play that. Um, someone reached out to us, Dave, at mm. the extra points gang at gmail.com. That's the extra points gang. There's two E's in there. The extra points gang at gmail.com. They wrote in last week and they said, you are not pronouncing, you're mispronouncing Mario Lemieux's name. Oh, I look who's just, right here. Look who's over my head there he here, is. Sal, He's right the there. Zoom. There He's he smiling He's at the, just the uh, prospect of this over your head there. Um, I didn't even, I wasn't sure which of, which of the two, the first or the last name, and we attacked it that you said Mario, and it's Mario, not Mario. And yeah. then we got this. Jim, do you have this? He left us a voice message here. Hey, Dave, it's B-Rod from Quebec province here. Just a little follow-up on number 66. Now listen. And listen good. I'll give you Mario. Because of your cute little western Pennsylvania state accent. But Lemieux? Why don't you just call him Pepe Le Pew? His name is pronounced Mario Le mieux. I will not repeat myself. You can always listen back for clarification. And how dare you throw Mo under the bus for your ridiculous pronunciation of this great man's name. My former neighbor, by the way. That's today's lesson. Go Hawks. Wow. So that's B-Rod wrote in and then left a voice message. And, um... I'm not sure that he was doing your voice there, or that was his real voice to start. I things thought that off. was Jim's worst character yet. <laughs> well, that wasn't Jim. No, Jim as himself is his worst character yet. Jim's. Uh, so, but what do you? Th I think he's got you there. I got. I think <laughs> he he's should gotcha. be LePew. He should be. Listen, in a league of villains, don't you see? Rooting for the Penguins put you on the right side of history. All that hideous stuff from 
Sal's Islanders, a bunch of loathsome uh, scumbags like Clark Gillies and Billy Smith. You could root for the Devils who almost ruined the sport forever. You could root for Adam Graves with his hatchet, Mark Messier, the filthiest legend in any sports history. You could hate the entire franchise of the Flyers, goes without saying, is is a Mm. hateable bunch. And Tom Wilson, the Penguins. Look, they they make the sport beautiful from from Lemieux to Crosby to Yager to Francis. And you're looking to disparage 66 shame. The devil. No, he's disparaging you because you're not pronouncing the name of his uh, neighbor correctly. It's Lemieux. Oh, I just I didn't even understand his message. I thought he was making fun of him, saying he should. No, be he's saying you're mispronouncing Lemieux. It's oh, Lemieux. I'm sorry, I got angry there. I don't like when people <laughs> impugn 66, and I, I that's what I sent you no, for doing. No, no, he's impugning Lemieux. whatever number you're wearing. Well, I mean, come on, listen. No, we're, we're we're Americans. We're obnoxious. Well, we, you know, we don't if you're going to get me, we don't on, even call on, it the Tour de France. We Tour de France. Yeah, we call it the Tour de France. If you're going to get on me for Nikola Jokic, I don't say it the way you want. You should pronounce your favorite athlete of all time the way he would like it pronounced. I would I, think. You know what I? You know what I like? The uh, the English translation of Lemieux. You know it, Sal. What is it? Well, Wayne Gretzky. The flower? His neck. Oh, no, that's uh, Flo- no, that's uh, the Canadian guy. Yeah, what is it? That's Gayla Floor. Lemieux what, what is it? translates yeah. in English, fittingly, Sal. The best. Is it the best, Lemieux? Lemieux? Wayne Gretzky can be the great one all he wants. Lemieux's the best. Joel, what do we think of this? He, he, he avoids the issue, and then when he, he figures out what the call was about, he says, uh, oh, so what? Well, now I need to know what Damashek means because uh, it might mean confused. <laughs> because, but to, Dave is right. They would play simply the best when um, Mario Lemieux would would have a hat trick or be the star of the game. So he is. Right I mean, on I always that. found that a little uh, uninspired. Tina Turner here. Hey, what better way to pay homage to the greatest to ever play the game? Yeah, Tina Turner. You're simply the best. I don't know. I felt like they could have done a little bit better there. Maybe um, I should have sung it. If I did a cover of You're Simply the Best, now that would have been meaningful. You know what? Maybe if half the fans pronounce his name correctly, maybe they'd come up with something more fitting. Spaghetti, this is a breakthrough, I think. This is his biggest, his most favorite athlete of all time, and he's potentially saying both the first name and last name uh, incorrectly. Right? I mean, yeah, this is a this is not a shock though. Dave's gonna do things his way. He's gonna continue being wrong about Lemieux, <laughs> Mario, Mario Lemieux. It doesn't matter. He's still arguably. I mean, he's a top five NHL. You never saw him play. Who you cares never saw about Wayne Gretzky this, play? You have no, you have no ability uh, ability to weigh in on this conversation, Eddie. Spirit. I just did. You, I, 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 all right, but it's, it's it's foolish. You can you can talk. Oh yeah, you're allowed to speak on the subject. It it it, it holds. No weight whatsoever when you didn't see either guy play. How it's would you possibly have an opinion? Well, one, number one, I have seen them both play, but the whole entire sport retired the number 99. No one could wear 99 ever again in NHL. It's like he's clearly better. How can it's I argue with that, that logic? They retired his number. Well, then that, that settles it. Everybody knows how to say his name, too. That's the big <laughs> point. Uh, speaking of the big point, Joel, uh, babyface Joel Solomon and, and uh, Jim Cunningham, Hill producer, came up with this. I'm not sure which of the two did. I think, you know, it's the Extra Points podcast, Dave. At the end of the podcast, they want to decide who made the best point of the hour. Ooh, I love, I, you know what? I like, you that. like that. Stakes. Stakes. That's excellent. Okay. Uh, Joel, I, I, again, I'm catching you off guard because we didn't go over this ahead of time, but does anything jump out at you? Uh... I'm going to go with Dave here. I'm all for the Jaguars. Put in Tebow. Let them. They're going to sell 6 million Jaguar Tebow jerseys. He didn't say jerseys. that. He said that? Yeah, he's for it. He touched on That's Jesus. my best him, point. That's the in. best point of the show. He didn't even show. say it. He didn't Were even say that. Were you listening at all? Well, I said they could. I said if Taysom he, Hill could do it, why can't Tim he Tebow do it? He said he would like him to marry his daughter. He said, "I'll take Tim Tebow on." Is my anyone team, paying attention team, to anything on this team. podcast? Is anybody? <laughs> I would like. All right, Jim, let you take a shot at this. Go ahead. What was the question? What was the best point <laughs> of the fucking podcast? The whole hour. Oh, Let anything okay. jump out at you and like, oh yeah, um, all right, good. Yeah, this the is the best extra point, point. It was made by the listener. Okay, yes. yeah. Yeah, I think that is a good point. I'll go with that. I'm fine. You're working on your playoff beard, Jim. Spaghetti. I think it's Mario Lemieux. 
Spaghetti's right? going to vote for himself. He's going to say like, I made the whole point about uh, that they retired his 99's number. No, I'm actually, I, I think oh. the best point actually was you, um, you know, I'm in lockstep with you with the Tom Wilson stuff that he deserves to be out of the league. I'm totally, I don't agree with the whole Rangers going after the Caps best player. I think I don't really necessarily care about that, but I think that the fact that Tom Wilson's still allowed to skate suspension free, uh, only fine $5,000 is, mm. is absolutely asinine. All right. I, well, I can't believe I think he... I made the best point when I said the Rangers suck and the Astros <laughs> suck because they both cost me money. To, I don't know what the hell is going on here. I'll say one last thing on the subject. Yes. That it was so easily avoided. The league could have suspended him for one game. Then there would have been. And after the pushback that they got in the ensuing 24 hours, that nobody at the league office said, like, hey, Caps, for your own sake and for Tom Wilson and everything else, mm. just just don't dress the guy tonight. Although then I guess maybe they do take a run. at They can do that. But in the league's defense, here's maybe what everyone was thinking. And believe me, I don't want anyone to lose their career over uh, some barbarian who just loses his cool. But um, maybe they said these two, they looked it over and they looked, these teams have played 119 times this year against each (laughs) other. Maybe we have one moment that stands out. (laughs) Let, Let it go. Just let it go. It's good. it's good for the sport. What a creep. What a creep. <laughs> minus hey, listening. three. Don't miss minus three because we got to figure out, we got to settle some significant hash, what? which is FanDuel is going to boost one of our bets oh. from the East Division. Now to the difficult part of it. Which team were we backing in the East Division? Hench's Bruins? Yeah. Yeah. Hench's Bruins? My Penguins? Certainly not the Capitals. Who are we supposed to support? You want to throw the Islanders hat into the ring? We got to figure this one out. To win the cup, to win the whole thing or to come out of the East? I think we'll bet to survive the East. I think that will be our bet. Uh, Okay. That's going to be tough. Well, Hench is already a little behind here. Made fun of Stanton. He's slipping a little bit. His Red Sox are losing. Is that 6-3 in the 10th? Is that right? Uh, Well, they start off with a runner on set. That's what it is. The Tigers are up 6-3 in the 10th. He may, went after Stanton, and Stanton's got, what, an 11-game hitting streak, babyface? 17 hits in the last six games or something crazy? Yep. Yeah, he said uh, he was done. Two, that can't wait to done. hear. Back, what, 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 Henches, home run back-to-back. Back. Wow. Oh, really? Wow. Good. I mean, listen, yeah, you got yeah, no. to check out the new minus three. I can't wait to hear what Hench has to say about uh, about Mac Jones to his team. And the Yankees oh, that's right. Catching, you haven't had one since then. And the yeah. Yankees catching up to his team and how Eddie Spaghetti feels. And I know he is going to be cross about Tom Wilson. So that will be uh, a all good right, listen good. all the way around. Minus three, always a good listen. Uh, against all odds. Oh, we have laugh lines. It's fun this week. Uh, and what else? What else do we have? Card Wars, Lemon Pepper Parlay, Betting Academy is going to do their stuff. Gina Paradiso and the great Kendrick Perkins, who's also hot with his NBA picks. And Dave, real quick, we did on Laugh Lines Cinco de Mayo. It's not Cinco mm. de Mayo for anyone anymore. Your favorite five. Your favorite five. The Jackson five was up there. Um, I was really having a was tough. was mentioned. Yeah. Five guys, struggling. burgers. Love the fries there. Um, any other fives jump out? The five freeway where Jim Cunningham hangs out in his trailer. Um, how about, because uh, I really, I'm, I, I'm ashamed. I couldn't, uh, how about Penn's power play one? No, no, that's, that's not good. Not and that's too. Bad. No, I know. Can I no, think I about it for? Can I think about? I should have come up. Wait. That's right. I'm just. I'm just. If you no, care, no, no, no. I want to give you a good answer, and I think you Jackson deserve five. One. Not Joe. Flacco. What were the other? What were the other choices? There? Uh, Dimaggio, obviously. Uh, well, Joe is he the was, best five? There is five is that's weird. What a are you talking about? Digit why, number why, that's not great. How many sport? greater than Joe Dimaggio? Wait, who's the? What's my five versus five QB matchup all time? David Wright. It's not going to be a quarterback. Um, the one tonight. We had uh, Jackson five, Maroon five, five guys, Joe DiMaggio, the Fab Five from Michigan, the High Five, the Five Brothers yeah, of Manhattan, right. Rocky Five. We we strongly considered Rocky Five, uh, the Five to Las Vegas. Is that the best? Uh, That's a good. Rocky deserves a shout out. Was that the was that the best fifth installment of any movie? Ever wait? Oh Star yeah, I Wars, think so. Well, I don't know. Star I didn't Wars. see the Fast and Furious, but I think people liked it, especially when it got to the four through seven or ten, whatever they are. Uh, real quick, the fives: Dimaggio, Pujols, Bench, Brett, Jason Kidd, Donovan McNabb, Brooks Robinson. Um, Pretty well, wait, good. Wait, okay. there was something, something else. I was forgetting with the five. Oh, I guess that's it. I can't think of anyone in 
in Pittsburgh history. Well, what am I it talking about? It doesn't have about? to be Pittsburgh. Well, really I know it doesn't have to be, but yeah. that's what, what do you think? I thought my, my brain doesn't, uh, doesn't yeah. have the range of that guy who I was describing who wants to have different conversations than what Tim Tebow has. Mm-hmm. The correct answer, here's a deep dive. It's not a funny one, but my favorite Pitt football player growing up was Tommy Flynn, the safety, number five. Jesus Christ. Tommy Quinn's the best five? No. He was my favorite one. No. You said, who's my favorite? There's got to be a If you see Spaghetti. someone throwing up on Cinco de Mayo, it's because Dave's answer. That's that was a suck tequila. answer. I, I, I agree. I, it was terrible. I'll tell you uh, what the answer is. How it about really old is. Samuelson, it, who took out Cam Neely? Suck that Bruins no. fans. The high five is the best. The high five, nothing ah. gives two people more joy than a high five, right? Whether it's after a home run or something, the high, we take the high five for granted and because we're not Sorry allowed to Sorry to disagree with you. I, I'm old school. I think the high five is a fad that is eventually going to come and go. Mm. It already kind of got usurped by the fist bump and yeah. uh, the forearm bash and all of that. Fist bump's give me, lazy. Give me the OG, low five. That's cool. You see it in a movie. All right. It's sort of like when you see a flip phone in a in mm-hmm. a movie or TV show. Now you're like, whoa, that really dates the movie. There are a lot of movies that you'll watch um, the uh, in the 70s where they're like, hey man, they give each other five, and it's like, what the hell? Yeah. But then it, but then you stop and think about it. You're like, you know what? That's better. I like it that way. Is it the Let's, low five? All right. When how we see about each other five? face to face again. We're going to do a regular five. Oh, I got a I got a five. A good five. We hadn't thought of the five people who are still listening to this podcast. <laughs> Including the four who are on the Zoom that aren't us. <laughs> they're not listening. <laughs> no, they're not. It was clearly a uh, reminder to everyone out there. You may feel like underdogs, but please remember you're all my favorites. Tommy Flynn. <laughs>